I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. Don't miss Cold's new Season 3, where I look into the unsolved disappearance of Cherie Warren, a woman last seen leaving her job at a Salt Lake City office in 1985. Police cast suspicion on Cherie's estranged husband and boyfriend, but never made any arrests or recovered Cherie's remains. Find Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie, anywhere you get your podcasts. KSL's top stories on the coronavirus. I'm Maria Shalaz with your daily coronavirus update. The state of Utah is reporting 2,340 new cases of coronavirus today. School-aged children account for 514 of today's newly announced cases. Twelve more deaths are reported since yesterday. Pilots for Southwest and American Airlines are being warned by their unions to avoid talking about the vaccine mandate because it can distract from their duties. In a letter to Southwest and American Airlines pilots obtained by ABC News, their union is warning them not to get distracted by vaccine mandate talk in the cockpit. The union saying there has been an uptick in self-reports of distracted pilots to the FAA. The union telling its pilots they are not in the cockpit to debate the merits of the vaccine mandate that they must be operating the aircraft to the highest levels of safety. The union saying recent reports have shown distractions have entered the cockpit, impeded performance, and have become contributing factors to error chains. Alex Stone, ABC News. Meantime, Southwest Airlines is dealing with some serious losses after days of service problems. Over 2,000 flights were canceled over that four-day period, and it cost the airline a whopping $75 million. Southwest even warned it expected revenue to take a $100 million hit this quarter because of the lingering effects of the Delta variant. A CDC panel is meeting today to talk about booster shots for those who got a Moderna or Johnson & Johnson COVID vaccine. CDC Director Dr. Rochelle Walensky will have to sign off on the final recommendations before the shots can be administered. CDC's recommendations will not just address who should receive a booster dose, but also include what vaccine they should receive how and when. The panel's recommendations aren't binding, but the CDC generally follows them. It's also discussing mixing and matching vaccines. Some new information today about the booster of Pfizer's COVID vaccine. Another phase of its trials found a third shot had high efficacy, 95.6% against COVID-19. Pfizer says the efficacy was consistent no matter age, sex, race, or comorbidities. Some of the nation's top health officials say more boosters are needed because the pandemic is still going strong. The FDA's Dr. David Marks says COVID in the U.S. is far from over. We continue to see reports of new variants, um, and we're also seeing changes in the epidemiology of COVID-19 in our country right now with new hotspots coming up even as uh, certain places die down. Dr. Marks, in an FDA conference call with reporters, calls it a dynamic situation, adding to the need for more boosters and the mixing and matching of boosters and vaccines. The CDC still gets the final say on the FDA's booster authorization. Derek Dennis, ABC News. The FDA says if you got the Johnson & Johnson vaccine, you can pick which brand of booster you want as soon as the CDC signs off on the plan. Government health regulators are also a few weeks away from likely greenlighting a coronavirus vaccine for kids as young as five, and the Biden administration plans to hit the ground running once approval is given. Parents want to go to a trusted 
place, like a community, a school site, a pediatrician's office, primary care provider's office, to actually have that open dialogue to make sure they're get, they get their kids vaccinated. Dr. Alok Patel with Stanford Children's Hospital says the CDC is advising states to pre-order the pediatric doses of the vaccine. It might be hard to get your hands on a COVID-19 rapid testing kit in the coming months. That's thanks to supply chain issues. Vault Health CEO Jason Feldman says workplace testing might increase demand as well. We do believe that employers with more than 100 employees will end up having to test their employees who are not vaccinated at least once a week. And that challenge is going to be one of the things that will drain the supply chain even further. Feldman adds as we near the holidays, people will want to be in the clear for gathering so the test kits on store shelves won't be there for long. The number of Utahns dying by suicide or accidental drug overdose remains high, but it didn't significantly change during the pandemic. KSL News Radio's Mary Richards has more from the new numbers out today. The Utah Department of Health says they have not seen any significant changes in the number of these deaths in Utah since March 2020. Opioid Fatality Research Coordinator Megan Brockmeyer. For every drug overdose that results in death, there are many more non-fatal overdoses. And we know that these also have emotional and economic consequences. Suicide Prevention Research Coordinator Michael Staley. You know, we're still in the midst of a pandemic and things can still change. I hope that's not the case. They emphasize checking in on friends, family and coworkers using the Safe UT app or 1-800-273-TALK. Mary Richards, KSL News Radio. With your daily coronavirus update, I'm Maria Shaleos, KSL News Radio.